right, everybody. So welcome to Fit Life Edited. Um, I am your host, Kim, and my partner in crime here is TJ. Um, This is our very first episode. Um, And so I want to give you a little bit of background um, on the life um, of me, TJ, and also how we came up with um, the name. So Fit Life Edited you're always editing yourself in life. You're always editing how you look, your personalities, um, how you dress, how you comb your hair, things like that. So there's never one wrong way of doing anything, but there's also never one right way of doing it when it comes to life, um, how your appearance is, how you feel about yourself, um, your health, your nutrition, exercise, things like that. So we're in a constant state of editing. And so that's kind of like one of the best things about being a human being is that we have free will and that free will allows us to change whatever. Um, so a little background about me real quick. Um, I am the owner of uh, Factotum Functional Fitness in Tucson, Arizona. Bless you. <laughs> Go ahead, let it out. That's part of life. That's part of being healthy. Sneeze. Yeah. Okay. Um Prior to getting into functional fitness, um, I was very much into road cycling. My husband and I, um, you know, did a lot of races through the years, um, and then we morphed into mountain biking. I used to probably say I was a road cyclist, half-ass mountain biker, and now I'm more like a mountain biker, half-ass road biker cyclist, I don't know, Um, just because I actually got hit by a car uh, in 2010 and it kind of screwed up my psyche. Um, I probably should put out the little bit of warning that this is not uh, G-rated. It's very raw. Um, It's unrehearsed. I want us to have honest conversations. Okay. So uh, I'll let TJ give a little bit of background about him. Uh, So I... uh always been very active in sports stuff uh growing up through my childhood into high school uh joined the military stayed active again uh got out of the military and then it was just like just this redundance like going to the global gyms and like doing nothing and then that's what i found uh crossfit obviously i came to you guys you guys were my first gym started coaching here and then here we are almost four years later i know <laughs> it's like went quick should we totally tell people that we are both um ADHD and we are obsessive talkers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we're we're both uh Yankees, so we're from New England. Um I'm from Maine originally, and then you got him on the other side. Yuck. Yep. Okay, so the way that I want to do this with TJ um and with everybody else that's listening to us is I have topics here and I have read the topics to TJ prior to us hitting the record button. And so he knows what the topics are, but he hasn't had any time to look things up, formulate any thoughts in his head other than what may have briefly popped in. And so in the true spirit of just kind of, I don't know what the hopper, that's what they used to call it. So the the hopper, I'm going to give him like, yeah, we're going to randomly pull it. Yeah, it's the hopper. Yeah, like the... Uh, the corn the things. Yeah. yeah, or the chilies. They go. roll the chilies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They Fish. used to have that... Oh, now that you said that. Fries. Yeah, but Did that. They, CrossFit used to do that. Yes. They had the ho- that was workout like that. Yeah. They would just pull out random... Yep. Yeah. Yep. They would pull out... So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, in the sport of CrossFit, they had a 
believe it was a workout. It was called the hopper, and it was basically just a bunch of different movements and like rep schemes that were just on balls in a hopper, and they would roll it, and they would pull yep. out these random exercises and random numbers, and then that has how they structured the workout for the for that day or whatever. So yeah, that is exactly it. All right, so out of my handy dandy brain book, um, this brain book is mine. Um, it's for my brain. I have six topics, and I have labeled them one through six. So TJ pull a random number all right we're gonna go in the spirits of my son this is what he would say let's go with four because i'm four (laughs) (laughs) so here you go biggest pet peeves about fitness health and life that one's it's kind of easy but it's deep is um just beating yourself up okay i hate it I, I, I mean, everybody's guilty of it, but as you know, in this gym, there are some people more than others that they do beat themselves up a lot on okay. something. And it's my pet peeve because there's times in your life or times in your day or times in your week or whatever that there's good times and there's bad times. Mm-hmm. There's good days in the gym, there's bad days. There's good days at work, there's bad days at work. Right. So like, just cause you're having a, a bad day or a bad workout or like you're not hitting the numbers you want or you're not doing what you want to do, don't beat yourself up over that. Listen, listen to your body, listen to life, take a step back, scale the workout, like just relax or skip the gym that day and go relax and go do something that's fun or like, you know, I mean, obviously we come to the gym every day, that's fun for us. It's, it's it helps us get rid of our stress, but just go hang out with the family, go to the park, like just go do another activity or something that, that helps you. So just, I don't, don't sit there and beat yourself up because that's just negative thoughts are just going to spiral. And then it's just a bad, it's just a bad way. Okay. So that's great. Uh, how guilty are you of that? I am very guilty. Not as guilty as I used to be. Yeah. Not okay. as guilty as I used to be. Um, and I think it's cause I, I have learned like just it's one day like if you have to like the other day you made me scale because I did me. and it's like at first I was like no but I was like you know what screw it yeah I got to is. do it yeah because yeah, there's bigger better things down the pipeline than this one little workout 100%. and so if and I'm 100% I can preach all day long but doing it is a whole yeah coming up and like making that deal with myself mm-hmm. is a lot harder. Yeah. And so I think though, as I get older, I am a little better. Definitely when I was younger, I would pay the ultimate consequence later on down the road because I knew I should have done something because yeah. I just wasn't feeling it or something was wrong. And it was just that scratch in the back of your mind. And then I would just say, yeah, fuck it. I'll figure it out later. And then, but later it would happen. And I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. But my recovery now being older is so different. So very, very different. So with that pet peeve, how do you handle it? What, I mean, we're all guilty of it. I mean, there's, I can't, there's not one person. And if they say they don't do it, they're, they're lying. lying 100%. Cause we as humans, you know, we can't edit ourselves like we talked about, but I think also with that, we're very critical of ourselves, Yeah. you know, and everybody does it. It doesn't matter what the topic is, mm-hmm. you know, whether our looks or something like that. Yeah. I think it's just more visible in like people who are like perfectionists. Mm-hmm. It might be more visible that they're being themselves 
up as opposed to someone who's maybe more nonchalant about life. But it does happen to everybody. You can't tell me it doesn't. No. It, well, I would, I want, I am, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I am very anal retentive and I take, um, I beat myself up and it doesn't even, it can be anything. anything. Yeah. Like I think I should have done, like no, I should have got this report done faster. Yeah. You know, why is it taking me this long? Well, I know why it's taking me this long because, well, I've got this thing going on in my brain and that thing going on in my brain and trying to organize all that to get it done. I think a normal person would have got this done faster. Yeah, but what is normal? But I think I think one way to combat that is self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like if we're talking like if we're talking about the gym, being aware of what you're capable of, what you can do, how hard you can push yourself, but also how you feel. And then just in life, like happens with me all the time at work. It's like same thing. I have this, this and this I have to do. I should have been done by now. But then like self-assess, have self-awareness and be like, OK, well, I'm behind, but I'm also waiting on this and this to happen and I can't do those that's somebody else's job mm -hmm. like that happens with me all the time it's like there's stuff I can do and then I have to wait 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 get stuff from other people and then I can finish it and then so like me it's like I'm putting myself down like I should have been out of here I'm not to stay late today blah 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 but then it's like okay it's not all on me like be be aware and then if you if there's nothing you can do about it know that find something else you can do to pass the time to not stay in that negative mindset so is there one specific thing that you do like that helps you kind of like separate that out or is it just like taking five, 10 minutes to kind of in your brain or do you have to like write it down? No, I think my ADHD helps <laughs> because <laughs> it, it allows me to move on to another task. Mm -hmm. Like if I know, okay, as of right now, I can't do anything with this task until I get this from this other person. I'm personally, I'm able to switch. I'm like, okay, well, what else could I do right now? And whether that be cleaning up the office or go helping somebody else get something done that maybe they're behind on or something like that, I'm able to switch um, tasks. Right. Sometimes it gets out of control because like I'll get really involved in another task and I have to remind myself, come back because I still have something to do. Okay. But just switch your mind. Think about something else. And then it gets your mind off of that. And then you're not thinking about that negative setback or whatever happened. So for somebody that is in your class and you are, I mean, I know one person that pops to my mind right away. Um, if they're in the middle of the workout, what would you be able to do? Because a lot of times they're under that pressure of time or they have that pressure that everybody's looking at them, even though nobody's not. Nobody is. But you can't convince them of that. Yeah. What little piece of advice would you have to say? I think I have I have two of them. And okay. it, it, depending on the personal relationship I have with the person, sometimes I'll just exaggerate it. Mm -hmm. I go, yeah, 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 you're right, you suck. Whatever. You, you turned your joke. joke. Mm -hmm. um, that works with some people, not everybody, right. as you know. And then you have to have that relationship. But for the people that it doesn't work with, you don't really I don't really want to isolate them but mm -hmm. I do want to go over there and just talk them through it like hey breathe chill reset like take a step back breathe reset yourself go back to the barbell one rep at a time right or whatever it is like just one rep at a time we're not and then just try to get their thinking slowed down not the whole like well I got four more rounds of this okay. no let's get through this one and then get through the next one. So right. try to slow it down and make this big, long, drawn-out workout into these series of small little tasks. Right. Like turning into a chipper almost, like turning into these small little goals. Yeah, when it's a big, huge number, taking it down. Okay, what do you know you can do? 
well rep scheme wise without blowing yourself completely up. Okay, great. That's a great number. Let's do that. Yeah. And then once you have that number done, okay, now let's do the next and only think maybe five reps at a time. Yeah. Um, another thing I like to do is, again, it depends on the person. You have to 100% read um, what their ability is. And, and again, everybody's different personalities, but sometimes um, making almost a deal with themselves and knowing, okay, so this is their weaker movement. So maybe they can't do this exactly as they feel they have to, but we know that this movement, they're good at. Oh, they're great at. So, okay, so let's intensify this one a little bit, get faster, faster, and this is going to be a little bit more time over here, yeah. and we can scale appropriately. And those scales, you know, before you know it, you know, are chipping away and they're not scales anymore because now you've got it. I said, but you have, you know, there's that time and patience. Nothing happens overnight. Yeah. And I think getting people to scale from the beginning is sometimes really hard. It is. And I especially think, younger people. Yeah. So then in, in that workout, then they finally realized, all right, this is too much or it's too much weight. I think, like you said, it's what's your intent? Do you want to work on this weight and work on your form and focus on that and sacrifice completing the workout in the time frame, or do you want to go hard, complete the workout in the time frame, and get a really good workout out? Because then it changes on what you want to do. If we're going to sacrifice the time and work on the movements, then we leave the workout as it is and we just slow, forget everything else, work on this, uh-huh. and then if it's okay, no, I want to get the workout done. I'm okay. Then we'll scale the weight back and then we'll focus on doing the full workout in the, in the, in the time frame. So I think it depends on what the intent of the individual feeling, well, the individual and it has in, in the workout also, because not yeah. every workout you can do that with. But. No. And depending upon the movement too. I mean, sometimes you have to just as a coach say, look, you cannot do this weight. We've got to take this down. Mm-hmm. You know, it is more important that you stay injury free yeah. and come in here as many times as you want to versus doing something stupid, mm-hmm. hurting yourself and you're out for two weeks or you do something that is really, and I have no problem stripping weight. I don't care. I'd rather strip weight than reps. I would too. Yeah. Honestly, because, you know, it, even if like an AMRAP, you take that weight down. Yeah, they might get a lot more rounds in, but they're going to get to the end of that AMRAP and it's going to be safe and they're going to feel good. They're going to feel like they died, but they're not going to be hurt. And yeah. that's like a big thing. I, I it, it drives me nuts. And I don't care how big a dude is. Yeah. I well, it'll strip away. Well, and that's why I like AMRAPs, especially for scaling. Right. Because well, even testing heavy. Yeah. Because it's a good way to yeah, slow and things I like down. AMRAPs definitely for for stripping or scaling back. And well, for those of you who don't know, what we're talking about AMRAP is as many rounds or rep, repetitions of, as possible of a set number of repetitions and movements in, in a given set, time. Yeah, yeah. In a given time frame, it's like ten minutes. We're gonna do this and this repetitively for 10 minutes and why it's helpful to scale back on AMRAPs is because like you said, you could strip the weight back or change the movement, but you're still going to be moving for that same time, no matter what. All right. So whether you strip the weight back and you can get five more rounds done, you're still getting a lot of work done in that time frame. Yeah. So that was your pet peeve and, and a good one. Um, I have several. <laughs> we all do. I know. And I'm and as we've been talking, I've been kind of trying to think about it. And um, <laughs> I'm going to go to nutrition and the pet peeve <laughs> that I have. Um, 
so, God, there's so much crap out in the world. And there's crap about everything. Don't get me wrong. But nutrition is such a personal, I think, inner fight with everybody. And you could be a big person. You could be a thin person. And you're still going to have that fight. Um, And what I mean is, you know, your bigger person is always trying to lose weight. And then you have your thinner person. Yeah, you might look at them, but you're so thin. You're so blah. Well, maybe they want to gain a little mass and they can't. And then you have all of this stuff. Right. So then you have all this information that's flooded at them. They could, I mean, with the internet, you can literally look up everything, anything. And so they do. Mm. And then they come to me and they ask my opinion about something. And I give opinions, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times people, I don't think they expect me to be honest. Yeah. Um, So sometimes they're raw. They weren't ready to hear it. Right. And so they ask my thought on something, I give my thought on something, and then they want to argue with me. And I'm like, okay. So that is kind of like a, a huge pet peeve for me yeah. is, is, thank you. Sorry guys, that was our local mailman. Sorry, I told you, it's life. Life is edited, getting the mail. This this happens, this is, I'm telling you guys, this is real life. Um, so that's kind of like my biggest thing um, is asking an opinion, receiving that opinion, and then completely being unhappy when I give you my opinion. And a lot of times my opinion is based upon research that I've done, something that I have read. Um, And I'll give my opinion, but it doesn't mean that you have to immediately drop everything you're doing and change to my opinion. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. There might be another pet peeve. Yeah, so um, I I kind of think that's one of the things. Um, I also, I think the internet makes it complicated. All of the fad diets in, out, magical pills make it complicated. And sometimes, you know, it. I wish it was easy to explain to somebody that it's actually really simple. Yeah. It, nutrition can be really, really simple. But I think we almost want to make it hard. I don't know. What do you think? No, I I, I, I agree with that. It is it is simple, but I think allowing other factors control your nutrition is what makes it hard. Might go back to that PFP you have where it's like that perfection thing. Yeah. Like you, you're not losing the weight that you think you should lose fast enough. Yeah. So you think something's not working. Mm-hmm. Or you're changing it or this. Or right. You're not sticking to something consistently. To it long enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, especially with nutrition or working out. I mean, actually, I'm going to go with like any change in general. I feel like you need to give it like a good solid month and let it run its course. Right. And it's funny. So... Speaking of that, I, I heard something recently. And it's about consistency. Mm-hmm. Is it, it just by eating a healthy meal one time is not going to change anything? Nope. It's not. Going to the gym one day and doing one super hard workout. It honestly, that one workout, it's not going to change anything. Nope. It's doing it every day. 
is where you see the change. Right. So kind of like when a, um, I kind of relate to it this way. So say you had, um, so we're in Tucson. So you had a job and you lived on one end of Tucson Mm -hmm. and you had to fill your tank up and you had to drive all the way to the other end of the world in one day and back. Well, you're gonna use the entire tank of gas, are you not? So the next day you have to fill that tank back up again. Mm -hmm. So as simple as nutrition is, it's filling up the tank. Full is full. Yeah, full is full. And but every car has a different size gas tank, right? Yep. So what your gas tank is, and in your big ass truck, yeah. he is overcompensating for something. <laughs> just telling you, I have a truck, but it's an itty bitty little truck compared <laughs> to his. Um, is completely different. And so you're right. It's the yeah. consistency. And what happens is with that consistency, the body starts running like it's supposed to because you're fueling it and putting gas in it. If you didn't put enough gas in it, you're gonna breakdown in the middle of Tucson and you're going to have to sluggishly push your yeah. car someplace. And and it's a, a strange analogy, but it's simple enough. But that goes with everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't like to say diets. It should be a style of eating. Yeah. That fits your diet. life, yeah, not the other way around. It should be a yeah. style of eating. Yeah. But it's consistent. And it doesn't matter what it is. Like, even if you are on a fad diet or this, or I'm eating better, or like, I just want to eat less carbs, or I want to eat more vegetables, like whatever it is. If you do it consistently. It needs to be consistent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you are doing, as long as it's consistent. And that's where I think people are like, oh, well, this diet's hard. This one's easier. No. They're all the same. They're all the same. It's how consistent you want to be or can be with it. Right. And it's either you're in it to win it or you're not. So are you old enough to remember the Subway diet? Yes. Okay. I don't want to bring his name up because, well, it ended up not working out so well for that individual. Yeah. But, okay, so why would the Subway diet work, right? Okay. Because he consistently did the same exact thing every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and his body adapted to it. Right. And, and burn the fuel. And it burned it. Right. That's as simple as what yeah. happened. Because honestly, at the end of the day, whether you want to say it was good or not, well, there's a lot of bread in it. There's a lot of, yeah, there's, there, there's a lot of carbs in it. Sure. But. Then carbs aren't bad. But when you're adapted to it and you're in that like deficit area, consistency is going to work. Right. Now it might be a third of a pound or one pound a week or whatever, whatever you lose, it can differ depending on what you're eating, right. but consistency will always win. Period. Yeah. Well, and then if you're a man, all the women in the world hate you guys <laughs> because lose weight quick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, yeah, you guys do lose and it's safer for you guys to lose more, yeah. but you are bigger mass humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same as like nutrition is that foundation. Okay. And then from on top of that, you have your fitness and it's yeah. the same thing. You could diet, but if your deficit that you calculate is based upon a certain amount of working out and you don't do that, well, the deficit's now yeah. incorrect. And so I think it's a CDC is like 150 minutes or something like that a week, which you can do like three workouts. Yeah. And that is like pretty good for most yeah. people. I mean, that's just over two hours. Yeah. That's not too bad. I mean, that's a half hour workout, four or five times. Yeah. If you can push a half hour, hard, 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 hard. Yeah. Or even an hour. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't, but yeah, but if you can't get an hour in, but if you can consistently get a half an hour every other day, 
and keep that every other day plus the diet. Up. And that's broken up. Even if you want to go yeah. for a walk in the morning, if you yep. walk your dog or something in the morning in the afternoon for 30 minutes a piece, like that's an hour a day. Yeah. Take the kids out. Yeah. Run around the backyard yeah, like a crazy person. It doesn't have to be, all right, well, I'm going to go buy all this gym equipment and go, go to a gym and, and like start working out all heavy. Like it could honestly just be walking more. Oh, it like, could be. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that gets the body moving that's different than what you're doing. Right. Like now we encourage everybody to come to Factor of Functional Fitness in Tucson, Arizona. Thank you for your plug. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it can literally be anything. Oh, it can't. Yeah. It can literally be anything. It, just anything. To, just even a walk down the road. Word of the day. Consistency. 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 Mm-hmm. But then, you know, again, going back to editing life and things like that whatever your journey is now, that journey, it's going to eventually get to where you need to be. And then you're going to have to edit and go on to the next, next goal, next short goal. That's not just weight loss. That's with weight gain. Oh, with everything. Or whatever, or muscle gain or whatever you want. Growing out your facial hair. Yeah. I got to cut it. Uh, (laughs) Getting that, uh, yeah. To my husband. My husband is. Uh, got COVID, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. We were just talking about that. I haven't done much. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, Jason, my husband, um, did 20 years in the in the army and it was so weird because he had the same exact haircut for years and years and years and years and he never bought styling products he never because his hair was so short and he never had facial hair and then he retires yeah and the boy takes love you honey takes as long sometimes to get ready because now he has product he puts you know through his hair and he has his mustache and he's got a killer you know, curly mustache and he puts the wax out and he things like that. So I guess he would be the ultimate edit um, from military, you know, dress, right dress to civilian life. You know, he cha- well, he changed his appearance when it, but his attitude yeah. sometimes is so still military. Oh, it, it, but that's just the way it is. Oh, he when he barks. When you find something that works for you. Yeah, it's it's consistency. Yeah. You've been doing something for so long that it becomes muscle memory. Right. And. Like, and that's, and that's with anything. If you want to get good or get, and that's with anything, like just be good at your craft. Mm-hmm. Consistency creates muscle memory and then it's autopilot. Right. So like for me, when I first started coming to the gym again, it was like, it was a push every day to get to the gym, to become consistent. And then now it's, I go home, I let the dogs out, I change and I come to the gym. I like get second nature. Right. Like, and that's for anything. I wake up, I make coffee. Like, <laughs> I get dressed, I go to work. I wake I up, my husband makes me coffee. Like, yeah, it's, it's consistency. Right. It's just building that repetition and putting it on autopilot. But then we also need to remember the whole point of this podcast is life changes, life mm-hmm. edits. And you need to consistently be open-minded to what do you need to edit now? And be forgiver yeah. like to forgive yourself mm-hmm. when things change yeah. and when they your goals or this like okay, right. now we need to edit them right change that's them. with anything that's with losing weight that's with gaining weight gaining strength uh running your mile faster or yeah. who runs or <laughs> i did until i <laughs> almost destroyed my knee again but that's a story for my siblings day. are runners i <sighs> I have runner friends, but oh my God, guys, I have to imagine somebody's chasing me. Like I literally do like in order to like motivate to go faster. I'm like, Im- let my imagination run in zombie apocalypse or something. Cause I, I can't do it. Well, it's, I mean, there's people that are runners that, that run and they can run no matter what. And then 
I like running, but some sceneries do help. Like, I, like running around my neighborhood really doesn't do it for me. Right. You know what I mean? Going but on like a trail or something. Go find a trail or go find like, a, like a, a park by the house that has like a runner's loop kind mm-hmm. of sort of. And it's still like, you know, you get the desert and like you kind of feel like away from like reality. I feel like for me anyways, that helps a little bit easier. Well, for me, running is one, extremely boring. <laughs> Two, leaves me alone with my thoughts. And there's nothing outside interfering those thoughts. So then that whole going back even to the beginning to of our conversation, huh? Even if you're listening to music? Oh, yeah. Really? Are you kidding me? I can never, like, <laughs> my brain is like a constant, like, conveyor belts of yeah. different things. I could be listening to music, running, and thinking about something completely random that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Or my thoughts will change to where we go back to our first part of our conversation. Oh my God, you suck. Why are you so <laughs> slow? Why are you not over this yet? You should yeah. be such a better runner. Yeah. You're only 5'2". You should have like this done by now. This is just stupid. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You have a bike. Go back yeah. to the, yeah. So I've tried, like I've tried. Like I think being a runner, it just go out, put your sneakers on and you just go outside and you go run. Yeah. I mean, running so easy. I, I do think that running is good for the body. Um, oh, it's terrible for the body. Oh well, my God, that's my opinion, of course. <laughs> but I also think that if if your focus is cardio, there are definitely other. I don't want to say better or worse, but there are definitely other just as effective ways to get cardio in. That's not just running. Yeah, my bike. I mean, it's less bike, painful. I mean, bike, you might get a you do hit training. Your um, butt body might weight, hurt. Body but. weight movements, like like repetitively yeah. for a certain amount of time. Like, there's a lot of ways. To get swimming. Cardio. Yeah, actually. I do I like to swim. Again. Yeah. I was training for that triathlon. And, and then was, COVID happened. COVID shut the world down. But I was swimming like three or four days a week, and I just, I, I think swimming is really relaxing. Yeah. At first, I was like, because I can swim, right? I'm like, oh, I can swim. But then I actually started like swimming laps like 50s 100s 150s for time strokes per minute and i'm like oh my god like i suck i suck at this but like the first time you do like 100s and then you have 30 seconds of rest or 40 like you have a set time of rest and you're going back i'm like oh, i'm gonna drown I'm like, <laughs> but see then you can't you have to keep swimming yeah, just keep I'm swimming just I'm so i'm breathing so hard i'm like oh my god i thought i could swim so uh I used to, our youngest daughter um, did triathlons. I think her first one was she was seven. And my husband put the idea in her head. And I thought, oh God, there's no way. But there was, back then there was the Iron Kid. Remember Iron Bread, Mm -hmm. Iron Kid? And I hate that it's gone. Because I think she did three of them and they came to Tucson. But, you know, swimming with her in the pool and stuff like that, um, you know, she would do her laps and we would time and stuff. And then we would go and we'd race. And... That stupid clock by the pool, that thing is annoying. I felt like, oh, I swam faster than that, didn't I? Didn't I? How did my seven-year-old beat me? That's why I like the 21st century. I have this fancy Apple Watch. Uh Ah, fruit fruit watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, any of them do it now. I like the Samsungs. But what I I was noticing is if I swim, it'll know that I'm swimming. Mm -hmm. And then when I stop, it knows that I stop. And so you're drowning. You <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> you're, you're not good at this. But then on my phone, you can pull up the activity, and it was showing me, okay, you did a 50. It mm-hmm. took you 
this long, two minutes, 13 seconds, whatever it is to do, to do a 50 meter swim. And it'll tell you how many strokes you took and then what was your rest time and okay. heart rate. And it tells you everything. So like I was not looking at that dumb clock. That's always wrong anyways. You have to remember though, when I was doing this with my seven year old. Yeah. Let's talk about Apple and Apple watches. They were not. Um, yeah. Didn't exist. I know. That's why I like it. Yeah. So, it, yeah, they didn't exist. You still had to use that old school clock. Mm-hmm. Have you a swim? Not to get like, yeah, okay, we're going to totally get off topic, but it's still, uh, have you ever done it with uh, flippers? Ding, 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 ding. Like swimming? Mm, no. Oh my God, you feel like you're flying through the water. I have done the. The boogie board, though, to mm-hmm. where you're using just legs, mm-hmm. and then you get the uh, float for your hands, and you do use just legs, yeah. or you put the floats on your, f- or you keep your feet still, and you use just your arms just to change up the. Yeah, the last time I like went swimming, swimming, um, and this again was still with my daughter when she was training. I think she was 10 years old when she did her last one, and. Um, I actually fractured my foot. So swimming, swimming, swimming. And then you get to the end and you flip and then push off. And I didn't feel anything, nothing. And then, but I got out of the pool and I stepped down. I'm like, oh, okay, a little sore. And so didn't think about it. And then went on about our day, went to bed, woke up the next morning and my foot was gigantic. (laughs) And I'm like... I've been there. What did I do? The bruises you never knew you had. Right. And so I was like, this is really strange. And never did I think I fractured it. I thought I must have stepped on something or right. And so I kept walking on it and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the heck? So I went and I had an x-ray and sure as crap, little tiny hairline fracture right in one of the. Yeah. I was like, crap. So push off against the wall. But you know, I, push off is hard, man. Like, <laughs> but I, I learning that. There's thing. no way I like could like push like so my toes just must have been like That's I weird. don't. Yeah, yeah, I guess sometimes your body just and, you know I think it's, you're doing too much. Well, yeah, stress yeah. over time. I think there's, yeah. it's not that that gave you the fracture. I think that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, it was. Oh yeah, and I was. This was like pre bike accident. This was. I mean, I so hadn't even. Was to scale. Yeah. <laughs> I was racing against a 10-year-old. What are you thinking? I had to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, TJ and I, we have a tendency to be extremely talkative. Um, So, with this being our first broadcast, um, I think um, we're sitting right at 34 minutes. I know. Not bad for us. And so... um, I would encourage you guys, if you uh, like the sound of our voices and (laughs) our banter, to um, subscribe to um, our podcast and continue to listen. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got several more topics that will come up into the Brain Book. I can't promise that we will always stay on topic. 90% of the... start on topic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we also can't guarantee, again, that this is going to be G-rated, because I think I've cussed. You've actually been pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I have a tendency to get pretty passionate about things, and so does TJ. Um, we have had an ongoing friendship for years, and um, I am known as a talker, but so is he. Yeah. Um, he's very disruptive, by the way, guys. Um, I'm never disruptive. That's another pet peeve <laughs> in class. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about that maybe on another show. But um, 
if you guys have comments or any specific topic that you want our opinions on or our thoughts on, or even if you are local to Sonian, or even if you're not, this fancy dancy little thingy that I have, you guys can call in and talk with us. Yep. Um, and we would encourage, um, one of the things I would like to do is to visit with other people, yeah. um, you know, there's lots of opinions in the world, yeah. and we're open to opinions. Um, opinions, you know, questions, stories, bloopers. All of it. Yeah. Don't be afraid of your embarrassing moments. Yeah. You always learn from them. Yeah. So that or never up. relive them. Don't beat yourself up. Stay consistent. Yeah, absolutely. All right, TJ. Thank you very much for uh, giving up your Saturday with me, and um, we uh, will do this again. All this right. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, tune in for our next one. All right. All right. Peace out. Bye.